0: saying men should be dangerous by dangerous that implies i should be ready to threaten someone to hurt someone you No, know, you should be capable of it there's nothing to you otherwise. welcome to the dangerous man podcast where we talk about how to become a better man take responsibility for our mission create value for others and the many failures and lessons we've learned along the way stay dangerous
1: Dangerous man. I am your host, Adam Tuft, joined by co-host John Castoris What's up, John? Hey, man. How you doing today? Dude, I'm I'm doing fantastic today. I mean, we just Ooh, had a
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, Did me you hear that guys. Me Ooh. and John just had a really good uh, preamble before we uh, hit uh, hit record here. Um, it's been it's been, been quite a time. Uh, as some of you who have been listening to the podcast may know, I've been doing a 75 hard. Yeah, um, come on. and in some ways it's kicking my ass and in some ways <laughs> it's, it's really, really good. Um, but yeah. a huge part of it is I've been reading it like a lot of, a lot of material after this and, um, it was episode 51, I believe that we talked about what to say when you talk to yourself. Um, that, that's Greg the name of the book, right? Yes, that was the book. I like fully read that book. And I'm now reading the magic of thinking big. Ooh. Um, but there's the night. Sounds dangerous, dude. Yeah, let me go, Big brain, big brain going up in here. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, come on. Something that I kind of has been impacting me a lot from the book uh, "What to Say When uh, You Talk to Yourself" by Sh- Shad Helmstetter, or as we like to call him, Shadrack. Good old Shadrack. That's how he's known on the on the streets there. Yo. Um, but he talks about a. Concept called personal growth stasis, um, and in in my life recently with doing um, seventy five hard, obviously I have to do a bunch of stuff every day. It's like two workouts, gallon of water, um, reading ten pages, um, a couple other things as well. Uh, just you know, reference uh, Real AF podcast by Andy Fersal if you really want to know more. About that program, but um, some it has helped me realize how much time I actually have in a day because I've had to actually like force myself to do things. Yeah. Um, and I've also realized like there's other ways that I want to grow outside of just doing like the 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 mental recalibration program that is seventy five hard. And I and I want you know I want to get a a better job. And I wanna grow my business. Wow. And because the thing is is the job that I have right this, now. I just wanna I just yeah. wanna say
0: this this man talking right now, mm-hmm. this is a man of focus. Like that was that was clarified goals, man. You just mm-hmm. you just laid out three things I I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was really, really neat. Sweet. Uh
1: thanks, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like within this is like, okay, the job that I have right now. Working, working valet, parking people's cars for them. It's a good job. Mm -hmm. You know, make some money here and there. uh, Pays the bills. Uh, You know, management's great. It's a great company. The thing is, is it's the job is very much more designed for you know, like a high schooler can be. There's high schoolers that are employed. Like as long as you can like drive cars, you can basically work at the job. And we work at a bunch of different locations, and I work at most of them. Um, So it's not like oh I, like i i'm good at adjusting to different locations and all this stuff um to be able to do everything so i'm getting to the point where i feel like i'm not really learning how to do more at this job hmm. mm-hmm. and so i'm not gaining skills but also like i could be making more money because like you know like it's currently what f- the early february and if for those who don't know like Late December, January, and February are like the slow months for like hotels, which are the locations where valet cars at. Mm -hmm. So during this time, it's like, we're not scheduled as much. So there's not as much money coming in, which makes finances a little bit more tight. So I'm like, I'm realizing, and I've realized for a while now that I'm like, I, the amount of growth that I want is not available, like in this job. And I want to get a sales job because. I know sales will help me with business and will just help me with my interpersonal communication and leadership. Right. And potentially make me more money when I get better at it. And it actually has a skill cap to it. Um, however, I've been telling people for probably months that I'm going to get a sales job. <laughs> and here I am still not uh, not found another job. Um, yeah. So it's like, I know what I, I know what I want to do, but I'm not, and I know like how to do it. Like I I apply for jobs. I talk to people about, you know, do you know anybody that has knows of like openings for sales jobs that I could network with? Like, I know what I have to do, but I'm just not doing it. Mm -hmm. And, and before I could use kind of the excuse of, oh, I, I haven't had time to, apply for jobs. I haven't had time to, you know, uh, build my business. I haven't had time, but with 75 hard, Hmm. I've realized how much time I have and I have like been able to do a little bit here and there, but I'm not able to like get the results that I want. And it's, it's like this frustration of, I like, I know what I must do, but I'm, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Why? Um, and I was reading wow. what to say when you talk to yourself, and we get to Mr. Uh, Shad Helmstetter, Shadrach himself. Shadrack himself. Talking about personal growth stasis. And you're you're
0: saying too, Adam, I I won't be, I'll be very quick. Yeah. You said earlier mental recalibration program, which yeah. is like definitely not like it, it, that's a phrase Adam just kind of came up with on the spot. 475 hard. But then you're like, wow. wow. I didn't realize all these things, but all of a sudden this program is revealing to me that those excuses, if I don't have time are kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and anyways, I just thought mental recalibration. Yeah. You're like, Whoa, that's what the program's
1: for. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's, that's incredible. Just, yeah. But please continue. But anyway, um, what Shadrach says about, uh, overcoming personal growth stasis, um, is, um, well, first off he defines stasis by saying, um, Stasis, in personal growth, is the challenge that occurs when you stay in one place and live between two opposing positions. In this case, the two opposing positions are where you've been up till now and two, mm-hmm. your unlimited future and where you'd like to your life to go next. It happens when you're standing in the middle between your past and your future, not wanting to stay where you are, but not able to put yourself into action and launch forward with enough enthusiasm and belief to get you moving. Hmm. I think I paused like that, that part of the book probably hit me the most and I I mean, I've read the whole thing. So Um, yeah, it's the part that has hit me the most where it's like, wow, this is like, this is my life. (laughs) I feel like there are things I'm being held back. And in What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, the book, uh, Shad goes into um, like your programming of your sub, basically your subconscious, your thoughts and your self talk and what's happening. Yeah. And kind of what I've noticed is I'm like fighting my self conscious so much in like this s- state of like st- personal growth stasis because it's like oh you know I should reach out to people about jobs or I should like you know restructure my my indeed profile so I can get better leads on jobs that I'm looking for hmm. or I should reach out to people to see if they know anybody um but then my uh subconscious goes we need dopamine go watch tv yeah, right <laughs> you know like <laughs> um so and then and then and then you're like well, why'd I stay up late watching TV, and now I wake up late, and then I I'm up behind on seventy five hard stuff, so then I have to catch up with that, and then, now and then my days off structured, and then I like, and then it's just harder to find time to do the things that I know I need to do, um, and then it's and then I can get into this pit of like making excuses for it again, and then, and then there's like a feeling of just like, ah, you know, yeah. Where oh, just so much frustration, man. so much frustration. because It's like, wh- like, I know what I have to do. Why am I, like, it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so frustrating in that space yeah. because it's like, I know what I have to do. I'm just not doing it and yeah. just not doing it. Kind of what I want to theorize with John a little bit today is <laughs> what do we do? What do we do about this? Um, I can't say wow. that I'm an expert in, in, you know, breaking out of personal growth stasis, um, and getting out of this, this place where it's just like, nah! like, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Like, and this, like, it's especially frustrating. Cause it's like, I, it's not just like my first time being in this situation. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like for, for like a few months, I fe- felt like I know what I need to do, but why am I not doing it? Okay. I'm going to do it now. No, I didn't. I didn't do it. Why? 30
0: seconds later, you're still like clenched. I'm punching uh, my I'm fists and, and
1: feel like punching a wall because I'm like, what? Have,
0: have you seen that YouTube video of, uh, of uh, what, what's the guy's name again? I can't remember, but he's like, just
1: do Shia it. Shia LaBeouf. Shia yeah. LaBeouf. Just don't just, let your dreams be dreams. Don't let uh. your dreams be dreams.
0: Dude, uh, uh, low key, uh, Danny, one of our Daniel, one of the guys on the podcast from time uh, to time in our Dangerous Men's Club. He, he used to always say that in high school: "Don't let your dreams be dreams." And it, uh, he yeah. still says it. It's amazing. But yeah, anyways, what a legendary video.
1: Yeah, but yeah, like that kind of do it's, it. But it's like but, okay, well, but but then but then you like you say that and you get yourself hyped up and then you, and then you just kind of feel like you mentally trip over yourself and then you're like waking up the next day and being like, well, why didn't I get stuff done yesterday? <laughs> Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here and I think that's okay. Um, I think like, like Adam said, we don't have every single answer. We might not be the experts on it, but I think, but I think here's what's important is that Adam is reading 10 pages a day. He is doing two 45 minute workouts a day. He's drinking all the water. He's healthier diet, right? He's putting work in just as a baseline, you know, um, and I'm reading books and I, you know, I could get into some of my story too, a little bit of, of late, you know, where I've actually very much relate to the sentiment of personal, um, growth stasis. Um, you know, this, this frustration of, of kind of growing and, uh, you know, I have some, I have some insights and some of my thoughts and, um, uh, you know, I think it's important to kind of ask the question, well, well, we could talk about, oh, you know, this is this personal growth stasis and like. Oh, like, you're just got to do it. And, like, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to show up and say a bunch of
1: bullshit like that. And you got to, like, like, not let personal growth stasis be, like, the excuse. Like, I'm just in personal growth stasis right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll I'll get around to it later.
0: That's stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, dude, it's, it's, yeah,
0: it's like, you know, we're not here to, like, macho pump anyone up. It's like, okay, yeah. personally, I found a lot and a lot of fruit. And kind of, I guess I've unlocked stages of growth in my life by, by using my brain, using our mind. You know, I think there's a reason that we are thinkers. A lot of other, you know, you could look at on a very basic level, uh, we can relate to some capacity to animals. And, you know, we both have hearts and we're both alive. You know, I wouldn't, I personally don't really look at myself as an animal, but there is, there is a, a, an, a an aspect of that that is relatable. But they don't, they don't have the reason they don't have the intellect the intellectual aspects that that we do and I, and I, and i just think when we talked about it in episode 51 so two episodes ago we we dug into um like the things that we speak what's the name of the book the things we tell ourselves
1: what to say when you talk to yourself yeah
0: and the really we hit on this idea of like adam brought up the example of names remembering names and it was kind of like this belief he realized he had where he didn't believe that he could remember names. And so he just kind of carried this like this drag, this like dead weight of on him. That's literally good for nothing, but handicapping him mentally that he couldn't remember names. And so he just was, he was difficult. It was difficult to meet people. And in conversation, it got odd and because his brain would just programmed that way because of that. And so what I'm getting at, you know, we can go listen to that episode if you want to learn more about that. But what I want to get at here is, um, if you don't believe that you can read and you can think and that you can reason and you can philosophize and you can actually grow mentally as a man and you can come to deep in profound insights through yourself, through your studying and through your conversations with other esteemed men and and becoming men, then in experts in their fields, whatever, like then you're, you're short circuiting yourself. And that's a belief I believe you need to shed. And, And I would say that because, um, we can kind of, we can get to some things here. Uh, We can learn through a lot of stories and we can, we can really dissect this a little bit. So I just want to challenge that. Like I would just say, well, why are you experiencing personal growth stasis? So I think we Mm -hmm. just want to start there.
1: Yeah. So Shag goes into a little bit of this and he basically says that the, the programs that are in your mind, um, how your brain is structured, which is kind of makes up your subconscious, Hmm. um, your habits, um, how you talk to yourself. Um, that is currently in certain areas is stronger than your will and your consciousness. So subconscious versus your consciousness in some areas, hmm. your subconscious is stronger than your consciousness. Um, So that's, what's keeping you like stuck. I, I have like the picture of like, you're like trying to like walk into like you're walking in a hallway and you're trying to like walk into a door, but there's like, you know, like shadowy black arms, like grabbing onto you. Yeah. So wow. you can't walk through the door. um, And you're just like, you're really trying to be in that other room because you're tired of being in, in the room that you're just in. But those shadowy like black arms are still kind of holding onto you. Wow. And you're, you're not quite strong enough to break, break away from them. That's kind of like a picture that I get when I think about like, your subconscious is like still pulling on you, hmm. um, wow. and that's powerful. The solution that uh, Shad puts forth is you have to set a goal to become a more positive self thinker. Or how does he phrase it exactly? I'll pull. Hmm. I'll pull the book up right here. Reference the pages. He, he says, set a goal to bring positive self talk permanently into your life.
0: Wow. Set a goal to have positive self-talk. A habit in your life. Is that what he said?
1: Permanently in your life. Permanently in your life.
0: Wow. So not only, you know, not only shedding some of these negative yeah. beliefs, but actually I'm going to incorporate thinking positively yes. in my life. Permanently. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. going to be part of my life, is that there are positive thoughts that I'm thinking yes. and choosing to think and
1: think. dwelling on. And then his other two recommendations are to, uh, he says like listen to self-talk sessions. Um, but also this could be making your own self-talk and having a specific time of day where you're like specifically working on your self-talk and actually telling yourself proper self-talk. Um, hmm. Like actually like change, and a lot of it's like changing almost your identity in ways. Because going back to the example of like, not being good uh, like at say names. Like the negative self talk is, oh, I'm not good at say, remembering names. Right. The kind of the middle of that is like I need to be good at saying names, but then if you finish that sentence it's but I'm not yet. Hmm. But I'm not yet good at remembering names. So,
0: so is it still kind of negative then.
1: So it's still kinda or it, neutral, kinda, kind of negative. At least kind of. It kind of. It's actually kind of negative, but kind of hides from you because you're like, I need to. Yeah. I need to get better at saying names. You feel like that's like that's a, putting me in the action. But if you notice how you feel, this is how what I've noticed is when I say that, I still feel like ah, but I'm not yet. So I I'm still kind of shit.
0: I kind of feel that feeling. Even you saying that phrase is making yeah. me kind of connect with that emotionally, which is interesting. Whereas kind like,
1: of. Oh, what, And but then you could also say like, I'm going to be a person that's good at saying names. But again, you can finish that with, but I'm, but not, I'm yet. not yet. Right. What you should say is whew, I'm good at remembering names. Wow. Just, just like that. Yeah. Or I'm good at remembering names now. Wow. Or uh, like, but what about
0: something like, I love
1: remembering names. That works it's too. it's super
0: important to me and I care a lot about it or something like yeah. that. Is I that, care a lot about remembering remember names. Yeah, that, that would
1: work too. Cause is, that, is that almost affirming a value you could yes. want to take on and yeah. identify with in yourself? Or? Yeah. So you want to say it as if you're kind of like already have it because from that point on, you're, you're, you're convincing your subconscious that you do. So then your subconscious, uh, let's go of your shoulders to walk into the next room. Yeah. Let's go of that. But also is will actually change it to actually help you remember names better. Because it'll actually so it will side with you. It will it'll end up siding with you. Because oh. before when you just use the excuse of I'm bad at remembering names, this is what we talked about in episode 51, it will be like, oh, you're bad at remembering names. That may, that therefore, names are useless information. Whereas if oh. you say, no, names are very important to me and I remember names, mm-hmm. eventually and and you say that to yourself and um, you have reasons why that's the case because, like, I want to have good impressions on people, I or I have good impressions on people. Self talk. Um, <laughs> I see. Uh, I see what you did there.
0: Wow. Uh, I think it's. Yeah. The, I think it's gonna be the difference. You're in a conversation. i want to illustrate this. I'm in a conversation with you know, I don't know. We'll say Tim, and Tim says his name, and I and I kind of for maybe for a minute I forget his name, and I could slip into. Oh shoot! I you know I want to be good at names, but I'm not yet. Or like, oh, I'm not, I'm not great at names, so whatever. I just won't remember it. We're trying to justify whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Trying, we're trying to justify that we didn't remember it. But if I go, oh, remembering names is so important to me, and I'm actually really good at it, mm-hmm. and I might go, oh, well, well, oh, actually, I might actually try to remember his name, yeah. or I might like, ask again, what was like, his name
1: again? Oh, uh, like,
0: um, wait, wait, what did you say your name was? Tim. Oh, oh, sorry, I let you I meant your last yeah. name. Or, <laughs> or it's like. You oh, yeah. can use that. I, I highly recommend it. It works yeah. really well. But then but then you're at least going to fight for it and not be, like, afraid and kind of checking out and just be like,
1: oh, it doesn't yeah. matter
0: anyways. Like, you're yeah. just going to, that's going to propel you forward to that, to uphold that value
1: of remembering names, yeah. right? Like, I talked to a um, a woman who I know, like, I should know her name, but I didn't say her name when we were talking. She didn't say my name either. I don't know if she remembers my, remembered my name at that point either. So like names didn't come up in the conversation, it was a brief conversation, but later I was like, I know I know her name. What is it? I kn- I know I do. It's in yeah. there. Like come on. Um and I like so you believed you knew it. Yeah. Is that kind of the result I, of I, I, I believed I knew it and then I said like and I would say like I think it's this name. No, that's not quite it. And then, I, uh, and then eventually, I landed on like the proper name, and I knew that was the the correct name. Wow. I'm like, yes, okay. <laughs> now I now I connect that name to other things that I know by that name, so I can connect that, so I can remember it better. Okay, sweet.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Um, that,
0: that's that's it. that's a cool. You know, I don't want to yeah. get too hung up on that, but I think that's such a, such a cool visualization of maybe what's happening under the scenes here. Yeah. Not just saying, oh, it's good to have positive self talk. Well, you can maybe see why now how yeah. that changes when you change. Yeah. Right? Because Changes your behavior and the way you've
1: yeah, fight for your values. I've and... noticed specifically in the area of remembering names, the self-talk I use. Cause like after reading because he gives that example in the book too. After reading that, I said, no, I'm I'm gonna have good self talk about remembering names. You because he took on his thing. It is important it is important to me to remember people's names. Yeah. Whew. Because being okay. able to call someone by name is almost like you can affirm them in a way by, by that. And, and they feel seen by that. Um, so I think just in conversations with people, that's so important. I agree. And so I didn't let the excuse of, I'm not good at remembering names bug me more. And I've grown and I've noticed myself growing in that. See, that's now, the growth there. Now, am I like really, really, really good at remembering names yet? No, but I'm going to be. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the growth that I've seen. And you're seeing in, growth already. Yeah, yeah, I've seen growth, and this is just over, like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because I've actually, like, stopped identifying with I'm bad at remembering names and started identifying with actually I'm good at remembering names, and names are important to me. Yeah. Um. But so there is some growth in that area. Um. I lost my train of thought. Personal growth stasis. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I
0: have a thought. Yes. I think this will take you back to where we're going. We we mentioned we mentioned that this is a thing, and we kind of went into it a little bit. Yeah. Personal growth stasis. That is. Uh, but we also said, okay, what? You know, I think we were talking about maybe a couple of tips to help, right? I mm-hmm. think that's where we're wrapping up yeah. right there. Um, but I also think it's important to understand why that we have personal growth stasis. When we feel like we're, you know, I feel like it's like you said, it's somebody grabbing like those black hands, grabbing the back of you, yeah. not letting you walk through the, that door that's clearly open. Mm-hmm. It could also be, you could feel like you're coming up to a wall that you have to somehow jump over or scale, but there's nothing to grab. And it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like this, this barrier, right? It, you mm-hmm. know, this could be whatever, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to understand, you know, why? Cause it's obviously, obviously Adam, you mentioned getting a sales job. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting. Cause it's like, why don't you just do it? You said, well, I th- I know what I have to do. I just argh, I just don't do it. You kept saying, I just don't do it. But it's like, okay, well, that
1: that, that's a great
0: in, that's a great insight, but but it's like that's not gonna give you any more recognizing that's important, but I think that's one one step. Mm-hmm. What how are we gonna do something about it? isn't that a question that's in the back of all our minds? Yeah. What what do I need to do or what do I need to? I actually would say, what do you need to know Mm -hmm. to help you move past that? And I think a lot of the power of that wall or those hands grabbing onto you are going to dissipate when we can really identify what's going on. And uh, anyways, I have this little excerpt from a book. Um, It's by a guy named Francis DeSales, but he's talking about basically when we want to have values and principles in our lives and we want to grow in personal excellence as a, as a man and as a human. Um, he dives in so much into the kind of the human experience there. And so there's one nugget in particular where he's talking about, he says in this enterprise, referring to when it comes to personal growth, right? To give some context here. I'm just going to read it. I think it highlights some really good human emotions that we might experience. This might... You might think a picture what the what the personal growth stasis is for you when you're hearing this. Picture what that wall is. Picture what's what you feel is being held back on that you need to do that you aren't. Picture that when you're hearing this. So he says, In this enterprise, we must have courage and patience. What a pity it is to see people who perceive themselves still subject to many imperfections after striving to be more devout for a while. And then they begin to be dissatisfied, disturbed and discouraged and almost let themselves, let their hearts give into a temptation to give up everything and go back to their old way of life. Right? And a couple of things I was really thinking about and reflecting on this when I read it was, uh, well, I think he highlights really well that when we start to want to grow, we decide as men we want to grow. Mm-hmm. We want to pursue this journey of personal excellence. And uh, he says, it, we'll notice, we'll perceive all of the imperfections we still have, even though we committed and started the journey. of. We're like, we still, early on, we're like, okay, I well, I still, you know, like, like you said earlier in our preamble, uh, pre-ramble, uh, Adam, if we could simply just think, and be like, and start the journey. And be like, I'm gonna be a billionaire, and then we just were like that. Like this wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. But the reality is like that's gonna take a long time and a lot of hard work, and
1: it's, it's gonna be a journey. It's a journey. It's a with process. Steps. And yeah. To becoming, growing, and becoming a better, a better man. Um, like I mean, you know, corn doesn't go from you know a seed instantly to being you know eight foot tall ear of corn, right? yeah it has to grow um, has to grow. it's a process and so but perhaps
0: it's easy to start something and have resolve to to be better to grow, but we forget that it's growing <laughs> that it takes that actual like you'll you'll put a camera on in fast mode and you'll see it actually moving and growing mm-hmm. and it's like that takes t- place over a calendar, <laughs> not like second hand on a clock. you know what I mean like yeah. and I think that's important to realize that this is going to be it a little bit every day, mm-hmm. a little bit every day. So I want to get a little bit into that, but let's just say like we begin to be dissatisfied, disturbed and discouraged and, and almost let our hearts give like into the way of thinking our self-talk, give up everything and just go back to our old life to be, mm-hmm. to be an average, to being, you know, whatever in your, in your mom's basement playing video games or, uh, you know, uh, you know, not paying for any of your own bills, not even having something you really enjoy doing besides, you know, these dopamine hits and, 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 media, you know, social media and comparing ourselves. It's like, right. Whatever your old life is, whatever, it, whatever the, you know, the, the purpose aimless, uh, you know, boy who wants to become a man is even if you're 25 even if you're 22, even if you're 18, 17 hearing this, right. Um, that we might be like, okay, I see something. And now I see, I see this, like, I see David Goggins on Instagram and he's saying, you know, this is how you could become better and blah, blah, blah. Stay hard. Stay hard. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you're like, oh yeah. And then you're like motivated. And then the next day, you're not motivated.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And repeat. That is what we're talking about with this personal growth stasis of like it's easy to go quickly mm-hmm. into being like, oh, I'm dissatisfied. I'm yeah, and disturbed. I'm discouraged. Like and the,
1: the next day you're not motivated because you know you 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 like wake up, you're kind of groggy. Your bed logic's still intact, and so it's yeah. going like, yeah, you don't need to get up. Just Just hit the snooze button one more time. Yeah. Um and, and you're like, oh, that sounds really nice right now because I stayed up too late last night. And and so you kind of like maybe hit the snooze button and then maybe maybe get up, and then maybe you're a little bit more like rushed. Um So you're, you're not as peaceful in the morning, and you're like, oh, this sucks. And, right. and then you're like, oh, this is going to be hard, isn't it? I'm not, uh-huh. I don't feel the motivation from from Goggins just hyping me up. I'm no, I just I actually go do it. I I can't just like you know think in my mind and be like I'm doing it. I actually have to do it now. Oh no, yeah. And maybe why? it's just better to go back to bed.
0: It, that's and that's so relatable. Like I honestly do that a lot. And and why? Right? Did we ask this question three times already? Why? Why does mm-hmm. that happen? Why do we start and then we start to realize that it's not working? And it's like well. Number one, we have to remember that this is growth, growth. Like I said, it's a process in time and we got to chip away at it a little bit every day. And we're going to look back over time and see the progress of the, of the corn growing higher. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to see that happen now. We're going to look back and see where we were financially 10 years ago, but we're not going to see that in one day. Yeah. And once we realize that that's just how life works, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot we can release, we can let go a lot of a lot. You know, we can let go and realize that we just need to take a step today. Um, and so I think that's really a big part of of how we can overcome that. And uh, but
1: I will say, I in my life. So you're saying you know, that like a good way to overcome it is by taking daily steps. Yeah. And okay. and remembering that it doesn't need, I don't need to be a billionaire overnight. Yeah. It's not like you need to be like, oh, David Goggins hyped me up. Now I have to wake up and run 10 miles the next day, even though I haven't exercised in two months. Like. <laughs> right. Maybe you just need to exercise once. Yeah. Maybe go for like a walk outside instead of doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just, yeah. It's like, I think you were
0: saying this earlier, Adam, but, um, you know. Like I just need to, you know, whatever. Yeah, like this example. He's working out. I just need to work out. And maybe, you know, maybe I'll do it more times in two weeks. Maybe I'll be able to increase the weight. But mm-hmm. I I probably need to do it a bunch first, right? So it's like the idea of like, before I feel like I can oh, I know. You were talking about uh, you're talking about sales calls. Yeah. Before maybe you can make a goal of doing a hundred sales calls in a day or twenty or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe you're not accomplishing that. And so it's easy to have this, these feelings of, oh, I should just revert back to my old life. And so I don't mm-hmm. do any of it. That's so what I'm getting at is, well, what if you just picked a, what if you realized your goal of hundred sales calls a day is a great big goal and it's good to think big, but, but maybe mm-hmm. I just need to grow up to that. And so maybe I just make three sales calls today mm-hmm. or one. And once I'm in the habit of doing one, well, let's do two now. And, like, let's be willing to be humble as men to grow a little
1: bit as long as we're growing. But Unless same,
0: you can do it really quickly, but yeah. go ahead. If you,
1: if you can do more sales calls, then obviously do them. Like, don't make your goal smaller. Keep your goal big. Right. But just know that you're not going to be able to, like, there's, like, steps to your goal. Not just like, oh, well, I just do this for long enough and then bada bing, bada boom, I reach my goal. It's like, well if it's a winning strategy, maybe that's the case, but you got to make sure you're like, you like, you're like, it's almost important to like have a goal. And then I'll say like how you're actually going to get there because it's not just like so many times when I set goals, it's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get a new sales job. Now I just, you know, drip, like white knuckle my life and it will eventually get there because eventually <laughs> I'll get fed up with not having it. And I'll take a lot of action. Like, no, right. actually like, Maybe have like a plan. <laughs> right. Maybe like,
0: maybe plan a time to sit down and plan a plan out. Yeah. It's like just, right? Like how often do it's like, oh, I don't have time to make a plan. Well, get on your calendar right now. When would you have time to think about a plan? Tuesday. Great. On Tuesday, I will sit down and think about how I want to make a plan. It's uh-huh. like, you literally got to, you know what I mean? Like break it up. And I, my example is when I was running my marathon and when I was training for it, I, I think the reason why we don't do the things that we know we need to do, we just aren't doing them, as you said. Uh-huh. In this, I think it all comes down to this, that we'll use me, for example. I don't want to speak this over myself,
1: but I don't believe that I can do it. Say the opposite now, just so you know, that you, so you're not speaking it over to yourself. You don't believe that you can do it. Let me,
0: get, let me get this straight. Why would I go out for a run if, if I didn't believe that I could actually run the marathon? And so the first point I gave was, well, if you're thinking you could do it tomorrow, then of course you're going to be dis- disappointed. Because yeah. let news break, that's not reality. Yeah, you can't so go if from you can, if you running can, that at all to running a marathon. Yep. If you can realize that expectation and implement it, then I don't think you're going to have that temptation to turn back to the old way of life because you know that this is more granular so you can relax a little bit and mm-hmm. not take your time per se, but like do what you can today, not what you can't do today. Yeah. Right. And take steps that there's a lot of peace that comes in that. Right. But, but I'm talking about in point two is, well, I don't actually, maybe you just don't actually believe that it's possible. And guess what? I know that I can't just run a marathon tomorrow. And so what? I know that I need to run once and I need to run a couple times a week. And then I need to like, you know, every week scale up a few miles and then, you know, after a few months, I'll be able to be running like 10 or 15 miles a day or, or every, you know, every other day, whatever my plan is. And I know that is possible because I've seen it. That's how every marathon runner does it. And guess what? I just follow what works. And then all of a sudden I see them completing marathons. So I know it's possible. There's so much evidence through experience and therefore I can just kind of look at who's doing it well and learn and, and learn from them and do it. And so I never actually doubted I could run the marathon because the moment I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. I was like, well, of course I can't do it today. But guess what? I'm doing more miles than I was last week. So obviously this is working. And after a few months of doing it, I was like, I could see myself getting better at running. So clearly the plan is working. There's no need to run 20 miles today. I'm not trained up to 20 miles yet. I just need to run my eight. And next week I need to run my 10 or whatever it is, right? And I think when I met a lot of people and I told them I was doing a marathon, they said, oh, I could never do that. And it's like, well, maybe they didn't realize that it's actually quite possible if you can actually ramp up to it. It's like,
1: well, isn't that how do that? everything in life works? Like maybe when they're saying like, oh, I can't do that. Well, first off, it's like a, it's a limiting belief in bad self-talk and they should probably change that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. But point in case. I Sometimes I think they're thinking about, oh, I couldn't do that today. Well, it's like, well, no, duh. Like, right. <laughs> right. yeah. Like, Like, you haven't been running. Of course, you're not going to do a marathon today. But if you, like, actually started running, you'd probably get better at it. And eventually, you'd be able to work up to it. And that's something that I've also noticed so much with, like, working out. Because I've been, like, very consistent in the gym over the past, what, like? Three months? Six, seven months? Something like that. Oh, dang. He's been going. Oh, man. whatever Whatever, like, July to January is. I have evidence. I have all of his workouts on uh, on an app that I follow. Yeah, you, you can John can look them up. Um, and if you if you want those, you can I don't know you can email John and or, I can send or, you or, the or, proof or, or just follow me at Adam Tuft uh, on Heavy app. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> plug, plug, give him a plug. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, a great app. But uh, but the growth that I've been able to see. Over like the seven months or whatever that I've been in the gym, is like I've looked back on pictures and be like, "Wow, my arms are small in that picture because I've gotten so used to like the size oh. that they are now that I just kind of feel that's how it's like, always been, or or that this is the normal size." And oh. I'll compare myself to like some like some massive dude like I don't know Sam Sulek or something. And I'm like <laughs> I'm not that big, so like I I feel small, but it's like actually I'm. I'm a lot bigger than I used to be. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. And uh, and sometimes it takes, like, another person to actually, like, say that, too. Because, like, sometimes you're like, ah. like, Because when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and like, because, like, day to day, you don't necessarily see a whole lot of mus- muscle growth. You feel like, I know I worked my muscles, but, and I know I'm bigger than I was, like, maybe seven months ago, but, like, I don't feel bigger. I don't, I don't know, like, is this working? I don't, like. But then, like, I worked out with right. um, one of my friends, uh, Tyler. Uh, that's his name. Um, and uh, he he knew me kind of when I first started doing, like, some kind of workout stuff. Um, he was kind of like a an early introduction to some of the yeah, some of that for I, you. Yeah, because, I mean, he was, like, jo- a jock that's, like, into, you know, working out and playing sports and stuff. So, like, yeah. like I worked with him, um, so doing, like, missionary work. So we also did, uh, so we also, like started working out together a little bit. gotcha. Um, okay. And it was, it was more like generally like calisthenics or like some just kind of general training that like we're not, we weren't doing like heavy lifting or anything like that. But it did like allow me to kind of start training and get like a you know, feel for like, oh, like I can work out. I did raise my belief in myself that like I am capable of gaining muscle and, and like or, or getting the pump and whatnot. And working out with him recently was interesting because I'm I was, I was telling him like, dude, now I'm like as, I'm big as, I'm as big normally as I like used to be w- what my pump used to be. And he was like, nah, man, I think you're actually bigger. I was like, "Yeah, wow, like that's, that's huge <laughs> to hear from him too. Yeah. yeah. And, and like that is like uh, an affirmation, but it's also like the, I feel like I'm I've like, I'm like there's like freedom in that. Yeah. Um because it's like oh it is working. Yes. <laughs> um and like sometimes when we're in like personal growth stasis, like we're growing, but we don't feel like we're growing. Because yeah. like the shadowy hands are still holding on to us and yeah, we're actually getting rid of some of them, but mm-hmm. we're not actually moving f- but we're not actually moving forward. Hmm. But we are getting we are loosening what's Pulling on us. Wow. Um, By, you know, changing. Oh, I'm actually doing, you know, like going to the gym almost daily. Doing, you know, 75 hard and and working on like personally, like where my mental space is at. And that's something that I've seen so much from like doing 75 hard is actually being able to grow my... Personal state of like, wait, I like, I have wins like every day because yeah. of the things I do doing seventy five hard. I'm like, I didn't lose at seventy five hard today, so that feels like a huge win. Because there's wow. definitely times like, I had an opportunity earlier today to eat donuts, and if I were to eat a donut, I'd lose seventy five hard. And I was like, ah, I really want a donut right now, but I'm like, but I'm not gonna have it because, yeah, I'm I'm win I'm I'm winning and I'm disciplined. And, um, man, there's a whole lot I want to say about that for next time. (laughs) So like being able to like realize like, Hey, like I, I I am in this place where I feel like I can't move forward and I'm stuck in who I was and who I want to be. And I feel like these shadowy hands are holding me back. Um, at the same time you you may not be noticing the just shadowy hands that are letting go of you and sometimes you you need a brother <laughs> to to be able to notice like hey man you know you can move your your leg a little bit more for now because there's no shadowy hands holding on to you it's kind of uh, like me or kind of like Tyler telling me like i'm actually i've gained a lot of muscle and it's like well ah, you know um or noticing like, oh hey, I am I am disciplined because I have stuck to doing like the seventy-five hard stuff. I have the confidence that I am disciplined because of that. Wow. Um and it it definitely helps to have like those those brothers there that are also like trying to grow themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I have John that's in my life and mm-hmm. he's trying to grow. I'm trying to grow. We have, you know, Peter. Peter, Jimmy, Dan are are dangerous men's club where we're all trying to grow and it gives us so much hope in kind of this personal growth stasis. And there's like kind of despair and hopelessness in that where you're just like, I know what I needed to do, but I, I just don't do it. It's well, sometimes brothers can be like, Hey man, you're actually like growing towards the thing that you're trying to do. You're just not necessarily seeing it when you yeah. look at yourself because when you self-reflect, you feel like you should be already there, but you're not. Yeah.
0: One of one of your brothers is going to have a win in his life. Yeah. He's going to put time and development into his, the guy who's growing, right? Mm-hmm. These guys we've mentioned, they're going to put time and effort into their self-talk and into reprogramming that. And when they're going to come up against that wall or those shadowy hands of personal growth stasis, despair, they're, um, you know, uh, they're, that, the reason I said was you, that you just don't believe you can do it. Even though you kind of know what you need to do, you're, you're not convinced that it's, it's going to happen. And one of them is going to do, regardless of that, they're going to take steps. And that's what we call mm-hmm. faith. You don't believe, it's hard to see, but you're just going to trust your mentors. You're going to trust the books you're reading. You're going to trust the people that have gone before you and are coaching mm-hmm. you. And you're going to do it. And you're going to see wins and you're going to look back and you're going to see the growth. And then these guys, these brothers are going to be that like example and witness to me and to Adam. And they're going to share that. And then all of a sudden when we are sharing or kind of describing how we, I don't believe that I could, you know, like Adam, like, I don't believe I could get a sales job or whatever, or whatever it is, or I don't believe that I would be good at it or that, you know, all the effort seems like a ton of whatever, and it's too much. And and uh, I don't know that it would be worth it. There's questions like that. They can step in and speak into that. And they can say I they say they can say I have the belief and I have the faith and actually you can do it. Like Adam, you're like very good at talking to people and you are growing so much. You're not the same man you were later or earlier in life. Stop thinking that that man you were is the man you are now and stop thinking that the man you will be in 6 months working that job is going to be the same that that's first applied for that job and realize that it's okay to be where I'm at today. And that every step will add towards who I'm becoming. And they have seen that and they are amped and they believe, and it's not just David Goggins going, stay hard. It's actually your friend who is convinced because he knows you really well. And you're more convinced because it's coming from him. And I think that's what, that's the why that's what can help solve this growth stasis is this belief. And so, yeah, we we talked about how important it is to get around men that also want to grow and don't just want to drink and get drunk and party and whatever. Just watch football and do nothing with their lives. You know, you can obviously have a drink and watch football and not fall into that category. But like we've we've spent too much time talking about this, right? Anyways, that we actually need to find these men and get around them. And uh, yeah, so it's like that's what uh, that's what we're trying to build here with Dangerous Men's Club, and that's what we're trying to build with this podcast. And honestly, this isn't something that can be done alone. Uh, the, the actions need to happen individually, but, but this encouragement and this connection and this faith being built and uh, how our minds, how we reprogram our minds, this is done with others that are also on that journey.
1: And yeah. You can do it guys. We believe in you. You believe in you. Um, and stay dangerous.
0: Share the show if you want to help other men embrace danger and become truly great. You've been listening to The Dangerous Man. Join us next time. Until then, claim your greatness and stay dangerous.